And really, it's almost like a coaching session in that you as a leader then ask questions to probe into things more deeply so you can understand where people are coming from. Actively listening as well. We need to make sure we're repeating back what someone is saying to us so we know that our understanding is correct. But what this does is it provides your employees that route to give that feedback to not only allow them to feel heard but more importantly for you to develop yourself as a leader i'm andy jones and welcome to the hospitality leadership podcast where it is my mission to help simplify leadership in hospitality join me as i explore insights and concepts to help you excel in the fast-paced world of hospitality leadership from the latest industry trends to the best practices for managing teams driving growth and making life much easier for you The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is a must-listen for anyone looking to take their hospitality leadership skills to the next level, whether new to the leadership or seasoned pro. We break things down into simple, step-by-step strategies that are actionable and help you lead your people and business with purpose. We help hospitality leaders like you balance the demands of their guests, their staff, and their bottom line. Listen in as industry experts and successful leaders uncover their knowledge, experience and strategies they have used for success and gain insights to lead with excellence in the hospitality industry. Let's get started. So as a leader and someone who's listened to this podcast for a while, you'll understand that it's really important or it's an important part of your leadership to create a psychologically safe space for your people. Now, what does that mean? What does that look like in reality? What does that mean for you and your employees? So we're going to go, or we're going to get into this episode very shortly, and we're going to dig into the more obvious areas of where that contribute to a psychologically safe space, but we're also going to look at some less obvious areas which you can really capitalize on and set yourself apart again We've spoken a lot about culture in the recent weeks. This is a huge part of creating, or this goes into creating your culture and setting yourself apart from other businesses and making it become a competitive advantage in the job market. And that is something that we don't always uh, appreciate as as managers, as business owners, but it's something that's really powerful when it comes to attracting your talent. So we're going to jump into this episode after we get back from thanking our sponsors. Running a hospitality business is hard enough and the last thing you need is to worry about staffing problems from one day to the next. Have you ever found yourself frantically trying to find cover when an employee calls and lets you down? What have I told you there's a solution to this very problem? With Rotocloud, the people management platform, you can make managing your staff a breeze. With 24-7 access to the Rota for both managers and staff, they can easily notify you of any problems with their upcoming shifts and you can even set up so the employees can arrange their own cover. Say goodbye to the headaches of staffing problems and hello to the ease of Rotocloud. Start your free 30-day trial today and get your shifts together with Rotocloud. So when it comes to creating psychologically safe spaces, you as a leader will probably have an idea of what that looks like to you. You'll define it in such a way. But what's more importantly is, and this is just a, a tip before we get into the areas, again, we speak a lot about asking our employees, finding out what they 
need from a business, from their employment with you. And that's a really important part of creating that psychologically safe space because you're getting that input from them, what it is they need as a team, as your people working towards your business goals, you'll be you'll get that insight to see what it is that they need to feel safe at work. Now, we often speak about psychological safety, certainly in the this age of mental health and, and talking about mental health, because it does contribute to that. And we'll get onto that area later on in the episode. But there are other areas where we can lay the foundations for creating this, and I'm going to keep using the term, psychologically safe. The, your people need to be in a position where they can feel comfortable taking actions, making decisions, dealing with customers, dealing with you as their leader, their manager, whether you're the owner, whether you are an area manager coming into the to a particular restaurant. Again, it all comes back to culture and creating a culture in your whether it's in your group or even in just within your restaurant, but even within smaller teams within individual restaurants, you need to create this psychologically safe space because there's so many benefits to the business, including, you know, encouraging people to stay at your business. We spoke about it on an episode last week, I think, where we talk about people they will not leave a job that they are happy in that they feel like they're being challenged that they feel like they're being developed and that they're safe so the first part that I want to touch on really in this episode is respectful communication now this is all about creating communication lines between all team members don't you know, basic things like not interrupting others, active listening. We speak about that a lot, but it's so important when it comes to communicating that we make sure that people feel like they are being heard. Again, I just mentioned interrupting others. Certainly as a leader, that is one of the last things you want to be doing is constantly interrupting people because what that starts to do is starts to look like you are being you know, you're you're showing people that you know the answers, that you have all the ideas, when in reality, you don't always have that. So that's a really important thing. Make sure your communication is respectful. We also need to make sure that people feel safe when it comes to acknowledging and addressing mistakes, because they are inevitable in any workplace, not in not even just in hospitality, but they have an even bigger impact on, you know, in hospitality. One of the particular examples where an industry has tackled this is in the airline industry when it came to, I think, on some of the investigators had looked at air crash investigations. And they've, they noticed that one of the issues that have contributed to, you know, some of the larger crashes is that people were concerned or worried about challenging senior team members more importantly acknowledging mistakes and rectifying them and certainly in your hospitality business for example if we're talking about something that could be a food safety issue we want our people to be able to come to us and say this mistake has happened i've made this mistake this is the issue i don't know we need to pull this dish from the menu for example and what that does is whilst that is you know, in the short term is not great for that employee. 
They need to feel like they can be safe in doing that, that they're not going to lose their job because they've owned up to a mistake. Because what that has done, that has saved your business and its reputation from an even bigger embarrassment or worse. You know, it could be a lot worse. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is brought to you by Rotocloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. Used by more than 4,000 businesses, Rotocloud saves managers time spent on admin, helps businesses save on labor costs, and makes life easier for your staff. Try it for free for 30 days by visiting thecafehustle.com forward slash Rotocloud. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast by Cafe Hustle Hospitality is also supported by Espressly. Espressly is the solution you need for a mobile ordering app. With customers expecting access to businesses everywhere, a mobile app is crucial. Espressly offers you a branded app that seamlessly integrates with other brands, including Square. Give your customers and staff a high-quality mobile ordering experience like bid budget operators and chains. Don't miss out. Visit thecafehustle.com forward slash Espressly to see what's possible. But beyond those more fundamental elements of psychologically safe workplace, there's other areas, certainly when it comes to, that are less in your control as a leader, that you can put in place policies, encourage your employees to do to make things easier for them. Now, one particular example is empowering your employees to set boundaries with customers and this is where we as leaders we have to make sure that our people have the ability to deal with problem customers difficult customers not only that but we need to make sure as leaders that we back up our people 100% even you know we talk about the customer is always right and I massively challenge this every single time I hear it because it isn't the case. Yes, we need to serve our customer. We need to serve them to the extent that they're looking or their expectations are, but we can't allow their inflated expectations to impact negatively on our people. One of the biggest stresses for your employees is dealing with difficult customers. And it's so important that you allow and empower your employees to set their own boundaries with customers, especially where they feel uncomfortable or feel safe. So you need to give them a way of reporting issues that are maybe bordering on, you know, unsafe for your people. You need to make sure there's something in place so they can at least report it to you. But most importantly, thing for you to do is make sure you take action on it make sure that you record as well but most importantly you're taking action because you've set in place this really really valuable chain of communication between your employees and you as a leader but you need to make sure that you are supporting your employees and this creates that culture of respect and safety and that you really care about your people because you're putting the thing, the tools in place to allow them to take action or at least have a method of reporting it when they feel like it's needed. The next point I want to touch on is, and it's something that I come across certainly with leaders in the hospitality industry, but to be honest with you, every leader, anyone who's in a position of power in any business, and this is a massive generalization, will struggle with this next point. Now, this is about receiving that open, 
feedback and communication from your team members, junior members that are lower down the hierarchy than you are, you need to be open to accepting their viewpoints, their ideas, their feedback to you as a leader as well. Because this is where your learning is. This is Learning happens to you in this time. And we need to make sure, certainly with me, as you know, when I'm working with clients in a coaching relationship, I'm looking for people who are open to this feedback. And even though they haven't been in the past, in the future are accepting the fact that not everything they do is right. But you need to make sure your employees are feel safe reporting. Maybe if it's something that you're doing as a leader, they need to feel safe to address that. Now, we need to balance this with we don't want to have uh, create a, an avenue for an employee to attack you as a leader, which can happen sometimes. They use this as a method of putting a dig in every now and then. We need to make sure that we keep on top of anything that is recurring and address that directly. But what this does for you, it, it addresses the most important point as leaders that we need to focus on, and that is our self-awareness. It creates that perspective. So how do we do it? So we can hold regular team meetings, and by regular I mean make sure they're consistently happening. I like to suggest once per week at a set time where it's easiest for everyone or most of your team to take part in. But also on top of that, we want one-on-one check-ins, you know, one-on-one meetings with your people every week, 45 minutes, half an hour, 45 minutes for them to bring to you any issues that they want. And that's, again, it's how I suggest most people deal with one-on-one meetings is you have your employee let them set the agenda and let them come to you and let them do most of the talking and really it's almost like a coaching session in that you as a leader then ask questions to probe into things more deeply so you can understand where people are coming from actively listening as well we need to make sure we're repeating back what someone is saying to us so we know that our understanding is correct but what this does is it provides your employees that route to give that feedback to not only allow them to feel heard but more importantly for you to develop yourself as a leader the final point i want to touch on for this is mental health and well-being since the pandemic we've seen a massive increase in the conversations around mental health but where we need to get to now i still think our industry could prioritize you know mental health days more you know across the board but do we need to actually implement these formally because what happened in the past people would take sick days etc and you know you might not see them for a week say but really we need to be able to give people space to deal with mental health and their own well-being because without that we're gonna deplete our workload beyond you know where we already are reduced workloads less people wanting to come and work in the industry it's now time for us to really turn to a positive approach to mental health so could you provide resources for your team for your people around mental health support such as access to counseling or other sources that can like the burnt chef project anything like that that can you can direct your people towards for to get them the help that they need 
is a really you're creating a a culture of self-care and a work-life integration again i don't like to use work-life balance because in our industry it's not often that we get a balance between our work life and our personal life we need to find ways of integrating those two together and that's what you need to do with your employees again when we're sitting down talking to them this is what it's all about is trying to pick out these things what is it about working for you as a leader or as a business that this person needs to be happy in their work? There's no reason work should be a an unhappy place. We need to get away from this thought that work's not great. We need to create great workplaces. We need to create communities within our teams almost. It's a community of people working towards the same thing, but we need to be happy doing it. And if we're not prioritizing self-care, if we're not flexible with our people and their work-life integration and how we can help them integrate their their personal life with working for us, then we're going to come up against barriers for them working for you as an employee. So beyond that, even we need to make sure that we're encouraging people to take breaks or at least working around your busy periods to make sure that people can get breaks. Obviously, if through a hugely busy period someone absolutely needs a break then we need to make sure that we as a team can accommodate that but it's not that someone is doing it just to get out of doing the work which I've come up against and again for another episode that is dealing with that sort of situation but again it comes back to creating that culture of prioritizing your well-being and your mental health over the demands of the job. To wrap up, I think really we need to look at creating a psychologically safe workplace as a crucial element for success in the hospitality industry. Not only is it part of this bigger picture of creating a better image for the hospitality industry for the longer term, which is something that we all benefit from, we need to make sure we are renowned as an industry that really focuses in on mental health and well-being because we know there's been stories from the past where People who have been involved in the hospitality industry have gone to extreme lengths, suicide, for example, as a result and not directly of the hospitality industry, but the work they do in the hospitality industry contributing to them getting to that point. So we need to be live to this. We need to empower our people, allow them to set the boundaries with, you know, like we went to with customers, but also with the work itself. Let's bring in this work-life integration. Let's bring people into a position where they can make choices that benefit them on a day-to-day basis, but also whilst considering, you know, within the wider culture of our business, how we can help our teammates do exactly the same. Really important things for us all to consider in the hospitality industry. I hope you've taken a benefit from this today. If you know a leader in the hospitality industry, I would really appreciate right now if you could just grab a link to this episode, share it with them, because these are the sorts of conversations we need to get to more people in the industry. The more people that hear them, the quicker we will transition our industry to a better place for future employees. Anyway, thank you so much for joining me on the Hospitality Leadership Podcast. I really appreciate it. Until next time, thank you for your time. The Hospitality Leadership Podcast is brought to you in partnership with Road to Cloud, the people management platform for shift-based teams. You can plan and share rotors, record annual leave, generate payroll reports, and more anytime, 
anywhere. Start your 30-day free trial today by heading over to thecafehustle.com forward slash road to cloud.